Now, in southern Africa, SADC failed to meet electricity targets. Well, this is said by the Deputy Minister for Energy in Namibia, where the, the event was, was taking place, the event being the Regional Energy Regulators Association. They are meeting in the, in the Sokopmund area, and they, they were talking, they were meeting under improving access, enhancing access as a theme, which should be a very important element of this Africa continental free trade area, because that integration of trade among African countries will mean industrialization. And industrialization, especially in areas like mining, where Namibia are countries that are very big on South Africa, as you know, it's still big on mining, all those activities that are going to require the building of infrastructure to make the trade among the countries easier and, and, and smoother will require electrification. And do I need to tell anybody about the insecurity of supply in the leading, the leading economy, not only in Africa, but in, in SADC as well, South Africa with the power outages? You cannot advance that. So the regulators are meeting and saying we need to start showing a, a sensitivity that although we need access, but the costing must also be reflective or reflected in the way we produce. You remember South Africa has been calling for much more reflective pricing because we have had cheap electricity for a while, but now the access is becoming a problem because it's going to hinder that development. And that free trade area will never become a reality unless we get security of supply. So maybe SADC, which has been failing to meet these targets, will do something, but who knows? Well, there's a lot of movement in Namibia because in Namibia there's also a large U.S. business delegation that arrived in the country to explore investment opportunities. Akuna Cook, who's responsible for economic diplomacy of all for all of Africa, is there leading this delegation, Elvis. And if you just think about it, if the regulators were meeting and talking access to electricity, and American companies are on the back of that, what is the common theme? One thing that everybody wants to get in on is that renewable energy game. America has lots of companies that are big in the renewable energy space, but as you know, China has been doing or dominating this, especially the solar panel business and renewable energy space that, that, that is very competitive and, and highly contested. So it is it is an indication that even as we here in South Africa might look at Namibia as just a junior cousin, the Americans are taking it very seriously. Just bear in mind that not only is fishing and mining a big area, there's now even more discovery for petroleum. You might remember that even as Shell is facing the challenge here in South Africa with seismic surveying, they, they Namibia is a big industry where the lots of oil companies are moving to. So there you have it. We, they might have failed Shell, for example, to get the business going, but Namibia is getting an increased level of interest in its petroleum industry. And it won't be surprising that Americans are going in there, among other things, to secure that space for themselves. In Nigeria, the President Mohamedou Buhari applauded the BUA Group for its strides in narrowing the gap between demand and supply of cement in the country. One of, um, of Nigeria's and Africa's richest people is a man called Abdul Samad Rabiu. We concentrate on Ali Godangote as, 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 as a big man, but he is Abdul Samad Rabiu, just as big. His, industry, his company or his conglomerate, just like Dangote, is very diversified. And among other things, it is in food, it is in manufacturing, but it is in petroleum as well as cement. Now, just to give you an illustration, about 10 years ago, the capacity 
of South Africa was just over 26 million tons per annum. That is of cement, Elvis. One factory by Dangote in Nigeria was producing more than that, one. One cement factory by Dangote in Nigeria. <laughs> but now there's still shortage of cement, and this BUA group is already producing 11 million tons. And that's why President Buhari has been thanking them that even though there is so much capacity by Dangote, the group of companies, and cement in Dangote is big, there is 11 million tons that's already been, metric tons that's been produced by the BUA group, and he was thanking that company for it. It, it just tells you, and I, it gives you an idea why Nigeria is the largest economy. It's, it's not a small number of, of tons to produce and still have a shortage, especially if you just consider how much it has been growing. So there you have it. We are looking at economic growth here, but think about how big the game is in Nigeria. And maybe, maybe we should start taking Nigeria seriously and understanding it is the largest economy. And one in, in, in five South Africans will be Nigerian soon. So it might be a good time to have a Nigerian friend, Elvis.